I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, we're back with the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Ah. The Turkey Boys are here, Scotty Boy here with Ryan the Beef Ankner. How do you do? <laughs> do you not respond to the beef no more? No, I do. I just wanted to give myself crickets. Uh, <laughs> what's happening, Hoops? Kid, I mean, rainy day in the bean today. I don't know if you noticed. There's like a Woody Allen movie outside. What? A, what do you mean? A rainy day in Boston, my next shelved project. But yeah, I just wanted to mention real quick some personal news. It was very rainy today, and I was bopping around the bean, delivering stuff, which was bad enough, like being in the rain. I've been waiting really, really patiently for this news, by the way. So I'm going to make the audience wait on the edge of their seat for another second or two here. Because this, mm. you said to me on the phone as I was on my way in, I have a weather-related reveal mm. or bit. And I was like, this is going to be great. So whatever you're about to say <laughs> is going to be great. Go ahead. Too much buildup, but <laughs> yes. It was a, a little bit of movie magic. I was walking along and I got hit with one of those classic car going through a puddle, like deluges of water. And it was like, I had no time to react or anything. It was just like, I was strolling along and then it was just like, like <laughs> and I got hit with like, they got me so good. I was just in the Soaked. worst spot someone could be oh, that's at awesome. that moment. Good for good for them. And got hit with like a literal wave, an ocean wave of water. And then was just standing there frozen. Like I almost started laughing to myself after a couple seconds and it sunk in. I broke my knee, man. Like I couldn't even help it, but Oh, that's the good stuff. Yeah, it I love was that. ridiculous. I was looking around like, did anyone at least get to see this and like have a laugh? Hopefully somebody recorded it. Because, that reminded uh, me of the time you were walking down that street near the Y mm. and someone threw a full soda at you. Yes. And then they drove down a dead end and you knew it was a dead end. So you picked up a rock mm -hmm. and you were going to throw it at the car. And then as the car approached, you decided against it and did nothing. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was one so of my ago. favorite, like us at 16 stories. Yeah. That one was ridiculous. Because, yeah, they went on the dead end, and I was like, I fucking got these fuckers. <laughs> like, I was such a tough guy for, like, 45 seconds, and then the car came roaring back, and I was like, what am I going to, like, throw a fucking rock at a car, start a whole thing? I should have. You know what? I should have. I like the idea of them driving by, and you're just standing there with a rock. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he was probably thinking about throwing that rock. That and is, then he just kind of didn't. That is what happened. Like, I was holding it when they went by. <laughs> probably it's just like, uh, yeah, keep driving. Yeah, you know what's good for you. If you come back here, there's rocks. <laughs> Little did you know what a cool, tough guy I am. Where is he? <laughs> yes. Um, Speaking of cool, tough guys. What do we got? I don't know if you saw the big news. 
Stephen Dorff has come out against Black Widow, which just released in theaters today. We'll be watching. Uh, That's the featured review. How could he do that to us? Yes. Stephen Dorff, star of movies from 20 years ago, is uh, said, quote, I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage, like a bad oh. video game. I'm embarrassed for Scarlett Johansson. I don't want to be in those movies. I'll find the next Kubrick and act for him instead. Quote, Stephen Dorff. He said that recently. Oh, yeah. Like just the other day. I watched him in a movie the other day with Val Kilmer from the guy that did Shot Caller. I think it's called Felon. It's about Stephen Dorff. Someone mm. breaks into his house and he beats them up or no, he shoots them on his lawn. That's and Dorf's I guess the ruling in that particular court case in the movie is that if you shoot somebody on the lawn, they're not technically, they were trying to leave, so you're not protecting your house, so that's murder. Ooh. And so Stephen Dorff was charged with murder and they sent him to prison. And then in a similar plot arc to Shot Caller, he becomes like an average Joe going to prison. Now he's like a prison guy. Yeah, that guy like exclusively does prison movies. Yes. That are just unbelievably gritty and absurd. God, Dorf. Yeah, the I love that he has the gall to say something like this. I That's a even, crazy thing to say, yes. Not that he was probably gunning for a role in the um or MCU, but I can't even think of the last thing he was in. Like I know you kinda like that Sofia Coppola movie he did somewhere. Where he basically plays himself and he's just like... I do like that movie a lot. In my opinion, that's her best movie. Wow. How about that? That's a take. Above, I like that and The Bling Ring, both above Lost in Translation. Interesting. Which people seem to not agree with, that stance. I'm in on The Bling Ring. I like that. I thought it was interesting, yeah. Yeah. And speaking I also listened to the audio book of The True Story, which, and it's an interesting story. Oh, Forgot what an audiobook guy you are. We'll be getting into the book corner later, folks. Don't even worry about it. But while we're talking about Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson, she announced she's having another baby with her husband, Colin Jost. Insert. Insert booze. I here. wish I had a boo. I just thought fatso pregnant would be appropriate. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and. It was funny because the article I saw announcing it, it said America's royal family is having a baby. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. Get away from me. We don't have an American royal family, but we if we not. did, I don't think Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost would fit the bill. Yeah, why? Tremendously. No one likes Colin Jost. He has nothing to do with America. Yeah. I'd say, in my opinion, and I had this conversation with Trey the other day. What up, Trey? The royal family is not necessarily about who has the most prestige, or, but in terms of, or who, who is the most likable, our American royal family, the closest thing we have to it is the Kardashians. Wow. And if you think about it, in terms of success, fame, notoriety, and just bloodline, the fact that there are just that many of them and they're just going to keep going. Mm. Trey made a good point too, that they have so many goddamn kids that they're just never going to go away. Yeah. Because like right. when Chris Jenner and Brody Jenner and yeah. whatever, all the older ones are all dead, the kids are just going to start doing stuff. Like you're, you're telling me that like Stormy, whatever her name oh. is, Kanye and Kim's kid 
isn't going to have like a music video and a makeup line and a clothing line before she's 12. Yeah, once they can start singing, I'm sure the cuts will oh, start yeah. roaring out. Yeah, we're royalty, baby. That's right. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm the queen. Queen B. Sorry, Chris. Alex Jones, love him. He's a great guy. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he's he's really, conservative. He's fun. He's like wacky fun. Yeah. But yeah, the it'd be interesting to see if Black Widow takes down F9 at the box office this weekend. Because... I think it will, because it has that two-pronged, the home $30 yeah. plus... It's a Marvel movie. And especially, it's been two weeks, but last week... A bunch of new stuff came out, like The Forever Purge and Boss Baby 2, but F9 remained on top. I mean, at least the they were all office. Universal properties, so Universal had yeah. a nice weekend. But <laughs> beyond that, I think that Fast 9 is already being dethroned. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. Like, almost everything playing at the uh, the multiplex. Yeah. Who uh, is producing? It's Marvel Studios, so it's Disney. Yes. Okay. Um, speaking of Disney and things being canceled, yeah. uh, HBO canceled Lovecraft County Ooh. after only one season. Wow. <clears throat> and a lot of people, uh, on the internet at least, seem bummed. Are we bummed? I am not. I thought it was really bad. Yeah. It's so funny when you a show like that gets canceled. A show you never hear anyone talking about in any way, except once it gets canceled, there's like this whole hive of people that crop up who are like, you're canceling Lovecraft County? It's the greatest show that's existed in the past 20 years. And start like a hashtag. Is it save Lovecraft County? Bah, bah, bah. It, HP Lovecraft is the guy who did that movie. Not what's the Nicolas Cage movie that he did. He did. Huh? Oh yeah. Color out of space. Color out of space that people thought like that was one of those movies. I was like, People are going to just say they like this. It was aight. I thought it was dumb. Yeah. A little sluggy. Yes. But yeah, he's a weird... Lovecraft County, that show had too much going on. I only watched two episodes, but they crammed in this people like teleporting. There's any creature you can name. The show just had like too much. I feel like they took every HP Lovecraft thing and just crammed it all into one mm. wacky series. <clears throat> While we're talking cancellations, you want to talk about a couple deaths? Uh, yes. You want to do birthdays, death days? Yeah, let's go birth right. first. Let's do birthdays first. I only have a few birthdays this week, but they are powerful ones. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Doug Benson, um, wow. sworn enemy of the show, is 59. Wow. And he's sort of blocked or kind of blocked. Doug, hate you, bud. I'm coming for your crown of the guy who's famous for smoking weed and talking about movies. Love it. That's my, it's mine. I'm coming yeah. for you. Uh, Tom Cruise, hero of the show, is 59. Wow. It's so funny that Tom Cruise and Doug Benson are the exact same age. Yes. And they look like... Doug Benson looks like a big pile of yeah. trash in an alley in the middle of August yeah. in New York. And Tom Cruise <laughs> looks like a runway model and Doug, a hero. Doug Benson looks like Tom Cruise got microwaved for like four and a half minutes. And that's and that's his face. And <laughs> I expected something for that. <laughs> I, was like, I was focusing on the fact that the song was ending and I had to 
cut it back in. We're back. Not because I wasn't into it. Please. It is the 100-year anniversary of the Overlook Hotel's 4th of July party. Mm. So that's a big one. The, the hotel from The Shining, that famous photo of Jack Nicholson at the 4th of July party that makes no sense because there are ghosts, I guess. Great party. Yeah, that... Someone online was making fun of that, like... And being like, The Shining sucks. Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, what is this? And the whole thing, it's cool because it doesn't make sense. Correct. It's, like, interesting. It leaves you wondering. That's why people still talk about it. It's just like, what is that? And why is it so creepy? Because it's just, like, a creepy photo and... It's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's lore. Yeah, you don't... Nothing... We don't need, like, a, a prequel, like, explaining that... I don't know. People just complain about anything, including us, but our complaints are dope. There's a trash. And... And then also, it is the 30-year anniversary of Terminator 2. This is the Terminator 1 music I hated here. Yeah, this... (laughs) We need that... Wait, you're saying 30 years since... 30 years since Terminator 2. Wow. That's big. I remember I saw the 25th anniversary theatrical re-release... Must have been five years ago at this point. A little quick math. But Zooming in on that photo of Dave Denaire. T2, greatest movie ever made. I have no problem saying it. It's a masterpiece. It is the best. Top five action movies, at least. Yeah, and it's better than the first one. Yeah, like action movie-wise, number one for me. Like, talk about things aging well. Everybody says this, but it's just, it was made... 30 years ago it looks better than most movies that come out now and have moments where you're like how did they do that James Cameron is frustratingly good because I don't really think I like him but he's very good what if Avatar 2 is the greatest movie ever made Um, have you considered this possibility I hated the first one so it's impossible (laughs) for the second one to be good I think it's and there's like seven of them on ice I think that alone makes it seem stupid it's terrific um, what else? And death-wise, we lost Robert Downey Sr. Oh, pump fake. Had you worried there for a second? He uh, he died at the age of 85. I actually thought he was already dead. He was one of those guys that... I don't know. He was obviously like involved in the movie business. His son has gone on to quite a career himself. You might have heard of him, Robert Downey Jr.? And I have, I have. He's quite famous. Yes, but his movies are so old. I don't. I can't even think of like one thing that he was in. I think he was a producer. Can't be sure. Death of a Hero. It's just. I thought that'd be funny. It was <laughs> not. Um, Cut. I can't think of anything either. No, I don't know much about him. Yeah. So but, uh, we lost him. We, rest in peace, King. And we also lost <clears throat> director Richard Donner. Known mm. for such films as Superman, the original with Christopher Reeves, Lethal Weapon, The Goonies, Boo. and more. He passed away at the age of 91. And I mean, I share your distaste for The Goonies. Hate. Because... I'm using the word hate about the Goonies. And this isn't one of those, like, I didn't see it as a kid. I watched it recently and was like, what's the big deal? I remember as a kid watching and just being like, 
I think everyone just likes this movie just because it stars a bunch of kids and like they're kind of having fun. I, I think, think it's a very weak right. movie. Well, it's like Hook, and it was one of those movies that got talked about a lot, so it immediately was like, whoa, you didn't like The Goonies? No, I didn't. Yeah. thought it stunk. And yeah, I remember I've had countless, like, that's a movie someone overhears you saying you don't like it, and it turns into like a battle. I was like, you don't fucking like The Goonies? What do you I'm- like about it? I do that with The, <laughs> sand, the Sandlot a lot. People go yeah. real hard for The Sandlot. I like The Sandlot, but I mean, you don't like it? I actually understand liking The Sandlot. I do not understand liking The Goonies beyond it's like performative. Like, oh, it's such a good movie. Yeah. But I mean, I do like the original Superman with uh, that he Dean Cain? Dean Sugar (laughs) Cain? That was the original, yes. That's the only Superman that I know. Forget about that cripple. But yeah, people credit him with like, you know, inventing the modern superhero movie with mm. that Superman because most uh, movies that still come out today follow that template. And uh, I didn't realize Chris Columbus wrote The Goonies. Ooh, he's a worker. Yeah. He invented uh, or discovered America. Richard Donner's Goonies. best film is Mel Gibson's <laughs> Conspiracy Theory. Did he do that? He did. I actually like that movie a lot. Me too. Yeah, he did a bunch of weird ones with Gibson. Obviously, all four Lethal Weapons, which are quiet classics, in my opinion. I rewatched the first three recently. They don't really hold up. What? You heard it here first. <laughs> They're kind of... First of all, Danny Glover's in his early 40s, and he looks 65, and all he does is talk about how old he is. Like He's three years older than I am when yeah. he shot that first one, and he's like, I'm too old for this. It's like... You're not, though. It is You're funny. Young. Yeah, he's like playing older, yeah. way older than he is. He's aged pretty horribly, I guess. I don't know. I like those movies, and Man. especially the first one. That kind of invented like the buddy cop buddy, template buddy. for movies. Richard Donner, he, he did some work. He's leaving a mark. Rest in peace. Yes. He also made that Western movie Maverick with Mel Gibson and like Jodie Foster that I remember being kind of decent. He's a worker. I forgot of two more things, actually. Another anniversary and another death. I put them in the wrong category. Hit me. We have good news and bad news. Which do you want first? Bad news. It is the two-year anniversary of the death of, I believe, Glee star Cameron Boyce. Wow. Who I have referenced his death pretty much every other month since we started this podcast, I feel like. Wow. Have you? Something about at least three or four times. I remember one time I brought it up. And it was like so untimely. I think we started this podcast like right around the time that he died. Mm. I don't know. Somebody dig deep in the crates for that. Monty, go back 100 episodes and find it. Um, He is one of those guys, when I look at his face, I don't really know anything that he's done, but I know that he had sort of a wacky death like in his early 20s. And like that in itself makes me laugh because I'm mean. Mm. Um, There's that. And then the good news is... That it is the 32 year anniversary of the first episode ever of Seinfeld. Eric. What? You mean the Seinfeld Chronicles? When people are like, did you know the original title was the Seinfeld Chronicles? That's such a. <sighs> it is. I started doing it, then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Let me do a voice for this. Um, er. But yeah, that is a. Uh, that's a wacky one. It's weird when you start celebrating. Normally, they're like, this show ended on this day 20 years ago. But now they're sneaking in. Let's celebrate when it started. If it's a show as big as Seinfeld, I think that 
yeah. everything should be celebrated. Yeah, any excuse to like talk about, think about Seinfeld. I remember watching it on my little like 15 inch TV uh, in my bedroom in high school, or not even high school. I guess it was like seventh grade or mm. sixth grade. With with uh, I didn't have cable, but I got NBC because I'm the bunny ears. I'm picturing you like watching it under the covers while eating a pastrami sandwich, like George in that episode. It's the most sensual of all the cured meats. <laughs> Everyone knowing that is a thing. Folks, have you seen Seinfeld? It's pretty good. Let's do a Seinfeld podcast because that's not been done. Did you see any of that hot dog eating contest thing that they do? Joey Chestnut win it again, that freak. Yeah. I mean... I hate it. I can't watch that shit. An absolutely disgusting display of behavior <laughs> at those things. How is that guy not fat and how is he alive yeah. when he does shit like that is what I want to know. It's like maybe the last thing I'd ever watch on television. And the way they eat them is disgusting. They like involve water, so it's easy. It's just like, who wants to watch a bunch of like, like sloppy steaks? Yeah. And I don't know. And yeah, I hate how it's always the same guy. It's just like <laughs> that Kobayashi guy's done, right? Joey Chestnut bumped him off. Oh, yeah. That remember him? Yeah. That became like one of those like movie punchlines, like, oh, I'm going to eat you like Kobayashi. Or like, it's just mm. like one of those like. <sighs> Yeah. Kind of like, oh, like where you like your spine tightens up because it's so unoriginal and so not funny. Yeah, there's probably a line like that in Balls of Fury, <laughs> that fucking ping pong movie that doesn't exist. Oh, I know what it is. What about Blackballed? Mm. That like Vince Vaughn European movie about like cricket or something. Wow. These are movies that... <laughs> I think I own Blackballed in my quest to own all Vince Vaughn's movies on DVD. But uh, spice things up like... At least introduce a new food. Just hot dogs over and over again forever. Make what? make it something. Do like a fear factor thing and have them eat glass. Oh. Or their own shit. Or just something that sucks. Jamie, pull that up. Mm. Joe Rogan's back. <laughs> and this uh, I thought was fun news. Take you down to the Venom corner for one hot minute. Venom's coming out in October, I think. And this story came out the other day. Tom Hardy spent months brainstorming the narrative for Venom 2. And will get a story credit on the film. Oh. Saying, quote, uh, or no, someone says about him, he's married to Venom, he loves this character, and he's very involved in what he thinks should happen. Which I think is cool. That Venom is like Tom Hardy's passion project. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, it comes across on screen. Certainly better than that Al Capone's death movie. That what was it, Capone? Capone? Just. Capone's the movie, 8260110. In. <laughs> but yeah, Venom. Can't wait to see him and Woody Harrelson playing, uh, what's the red Carnage? One? Yeah, he's playing Carnage. Can't wait to see them face off in that absurd sequel that's directed by Andy Serkis somehow. That, uh, and I hope in the sequel they play this fire Eminem track again. It's one of his worst songs of all time. <laughs> and for whatever reason, it's now going viral on TikTok. Just the like, Eminem. wow. I had to delete TikTok again, but it's, there's definitely millions of videos that use a clip from that song. So there's that. Folks, take I'm really excited about Venom 2. It's October. I think so. Like around Halloween. Yeah, that sounds right. That's nice. Maybe we dress up as Venom and Carnage. Um, as long as I can be uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man instead, I'm interested. Ooh. 
I mean, he will be back in um, our, uh, the next Spider-Man. I have a little bit of Bachelor news. Quick one. I know you hate it. Hit me. You know what? I'm uh, back on board with it. Claire Crawley from The Bachelor is having her breast implants removed. Wow. Due to health complications. Wow. Is she on the current iteration? No, she was on last year. And she selected an African-American gentleman named Dale. That's cool. And then I believe they broke up. Wow. But I think they're back together now. And she's getting, I guess, her tits removed because they are rotting away. Hmm. Which is a shame. Hope they don't break up again. I know. This could, uh... She's flat as a board. He just takes <laughs> off. <laughs> they they film it, turn it into like a summer season of that absurd show. They'll call it Flat Claire. <laughs> Green it's light. just like the they do like an animation graphic of remember that those old weed commercials where there's like the people who smoke weed and they just turn into like a sheet of paper on the couch. Yeah, it's that only peppier, and it's her like I'm flat and now I'm alone. <laughs> wow, <laughs> green light with like a fun wacky theme song. Claire, I feel like we're being rude to Claire. Claire, sorry for your health. I sure hope no one goes through her linens while she's in the hospital. Yeah, that would be fucked up. <laughs> You mentioned Val Kilmer earlier. Did you see the trailer for that doc that's coming to Amazon Prime in like August? You're laughing about uh, the Claire's linen stuff? <laughs> Sorry. I did see that. <laughs> I did. I think it looks great. Val. I'm okay. I think he's had like, Val Kilmer has like four of the best movies ever made and then like a hundred turkeys. So like his career is fascinating to me and he like gained 150 pounds and yeah. lost it and then gained it back and like mm. had a career then lost it. And like there's, it's definitely going to be a good story. Yeah. It seems ripe for a doc. Mm. He came up with an auto bio within the past year. I feel like you had that. Yeah. I never read it, but you have I mean, the book. I don't actually, but mm. My no, head, no, I had I, it in my head of you buying it. I had the audio book, but I never listened is. to it. That's what it was. Just sitting on ice? Yeah, it's the kind of... I'd rather watch a nice probably hour and a half documentary than like devote a whole 16-hour audio book to Val. I would listen to a 16-hour audio book if he read it. Mm. I really don't like when celebrities don't read their own book. It drives me fucking nuts. It's frankly disgusting right. when they don't. Because it's like... Could you? You wrote this book. It's... You know, your story, we're reading it like in your voice. You got to do the audiobook. You just have to. Yeah. Read the goddamn thing. Like, what's holding you back? Laziness? Yeah. Speaking of laziness, uh, Felicia Rashad uh, of wow. Cosby Show fame is now being told. She's a professor at Howard University. And as we mentioned Ooh. last week, uh, she came to bill cosby's defense and Thank said that you. like he's been vindicated and you know wrongfully accused and everybody on the internet went crazy mm. now howard university which is like a famous predominantly black like really you know respected community uh is making her go through sexual assault training in order to keep her job Ooh. in the wake of her tweets that seems fair and and also in other news with him, he's planning to do a book, a documentary, and return to stand-up, all of which I'm participating in. <laughs> I don't feel like doing my voice tonight, but I'm, I, back. I'm, I'm loving the fact that he's just going to be back, and it's going to fucking 
I, I think he's a scumbag and he definitely did it and fuck him. But the fact that he's going to be just back out there is hysterical to me. I like the idea of yeah him rolling out a whole big tour with all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And then just croaking on the first night of his first show. And so I get 80 bucks from the death pool. I can't. I keep forgetting you save. have him, you fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still going for Any of these him. fuckers ever. What the fucking ears? Um, what else? I mean, I saw the Cannes Film Festival is still going on. It's on like day four or whatever. Mm. And this movie called Annette, starring Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. It's like a, it's supposed to be a wacky. She's the girl from The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, she's good. But it's supposed like a wacky musical where they're like singing oh. about sex and all this crazy Fuck stuff. Him. And uh, it got a eleven minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival, which is like the thing at that festival. Like how long every movie's standing ovation is, and it gets to like I think the record is something got like a twenty six minute standing out. But Adam Driver... 26 minutes? Yeah, where it's just like... Jesus Christ. 26 minutes in standing in a theater clapping time is like an eternity. It's like a week. I'd leave. Yeah. Mid-claps, I'd just walk right out. Movie's over, you can go. Yeah, but they had a video of it, and on minute five of this standing-o, Adam Driver lit a ciggy in the theater and just started smoking, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, and that, that's, he's reached, this is definitely his apex mountain. Well, I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe he's going to get bigger, but he's like Star Wars, Marriage Story. Yeah, he's this, been on a huge run. Girls, for a while. like he's had a killer run. Yeah. The last, I remember when I first heard that he was going to be in Star Wars after Girls, and I was like, Hannah's boyfriend from Girls. And then I realized he's, he's doing Jim Jarmusch movies. Yeah. He's doing, you know, just all sorts of shit. Yeah. Noah like Baumbach, like he's just crushing it. Yeah, like he like leveraged being in Star Wars into doing a bunch of interesting movies that probably oh, wouldn't yeah. have gotten made if he didn't sign on to them because of his popularity. Speaking of con news, did you see that uh, the movie, the new movie with Matt Damon, Stillwater, also got a standing ovation? Ooh! And it brought Matt Damon to tears, <sighs> God, which I thought was funny. God damn it! I got some tears. I think that movie looks awesome. Actually, yeah, it's that, an interesting story. It's from the guy who did spotlight and a couple other things oh i saw like a on tv trailer so it was really short i didn't really get an idea of what it's about but yeah it's matt damon is like a southern guy with a goatee doing something gritty yeah it's he goes to italy in the wake of like his daughter being accused of murdering it's remember the amanda knox story that girl who like allegedly killed her roommate and then like they found out she didn't do it and she was it's a complicated i don't recall the whole story i just know the name and what happened and this is based loosely on that Ooh, so it's an interesting story like this they were in like a hostel or something and the girl like turned up dead somebody probably knows the story better than i do but that's the gist our boy matt damon gunning for another oscar perhaps. it's time he's due for number two yeah it's so not gonna happen from we bought a zoo did he ever get an acting like, downsizing I don't think he ever got an acting Academy Award. Just Goodwill Hunting. Writing. Yeah. That's it. Affleck also in dire need of a <laughs> Best Actor Academy Award. Although he won for Argo. He did. Best movies. So he's got director had. and writer? Yeah. Or, no, he didn't get director. He got producer. It got uh, Best Movies. It so. got Best Picture. Yeah. And it was his movie. That's something. Yeah. 
If the movie that you directed gets Best Picture, that's your Oscar. It is something of a slight, though, when you don't also get Best Director, where it's like... Or at least a nomination. He got nominated, but did He did, work. okay. Yeah. Eh. It's slight. I didn't like that movie. I watched a bootleg of it. That was in the my, my Pirate Bay days, and it was I didn't it didn't do it for me. That's the ultimate. No one's even brought it up aside from like bits since the year it came out. No, it just like doesn't. Two thousand thirteen, and then it was gone. Yeah, forever and ever. And Hank and I are toying with the idea of becoming Lego guys. We are, as we're firmly in our mid thirties, and it seems like time. You were mentioning you bought some Simpsons Legos online the other day. And I it reminded me that I have a nice homie <clears throat> Lego figure and a Mr. Ooh. Burns. Excellent. Which you informed me. Um, Mr. Burns is valuable. Yeah, something of a fact. rare item. I was like. Uh, got, Smithers, I'm worth lots of money. I got all excited imagining me selling it for like thousands. And then you're like, yeah, it's it's worth like Scott, $25. Put me on eBay for $20 post haste. Well, sir, I uh I'm like trying to do a Smithers, I guess. That was all right. Me going up to Brent Smith in high school and going Smithers. Smithers. Him hating every second of it is still in my top 5. It's great stuff. Um, no, but I went, I, I saw it, I typed Simpsons Legos into Amazon and I saw this was like a picture of the whole crew and it was 15 bucks. I was like, what a deal. Mm. So I bought it immediately and then just Ralph arrived. And I, <laughs> da, I thought, da, da, my, da. yeah, and I mean, I love Ralph. He's sitting on top of the popcorn machine. I'm not going to return him. Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. But I mean, for $15, I figured I'd at least get two of them, you know? Like, yeah. They're, but that's what they're doing. They're, and, they, and they don't even, you can't pick which one you're going to get unless you go on eBay. Yeah, that's the way they do it. I remember the ones I, yeah, they're just in like a blank pack. Blank pack, and, and like it could have been anybody. And I guess like Ralph is in the middle of rareness. Like Homer, <laughs> Marge, all those ones are easy to get. And then like Mr. Burns and like Otto, the dr- bus driver, are hard. Whoa. All right. That is Snake, the Isn't. criminal guy. Uh, He is also an option. I really wanted him, but he was sold out even on a few of the eBay sites I looked at. Hey, you're right there, Hoops. Come on in. The bus is getting ready to go. Wow, your auto is getting even better. That was a fucking home run. And yeah, that led me to like watch a couple old Simmies episodes. They are all on Disney Plus, which is awesome. I've been tracking through season five, six, seven, and now I'm on to eight delightful show it's the tops it's it blows away family guy and and south park i don't care what anybody says in terms of storyline in terms of everything yeah yeah the other family guy and south park they're all more dated even though the simpsons episodes are older and look worse they're just more timeless watchability Yeah, like one might say the animation on family guy is better and then the animation in South Park was supposed to be crappy, but like, I don't really have an eye for that in terms of art. Ooh. So I'm like watching The Simpsons purely from, is this funny? Is this a good story? Am yeah, exactly. I engaged? Yeah. I don't really give a shit how it looks. That's fair. And I think The Simpsons holds up too. I think that like, I'm watching episodes from the 90s and I'm not bored. Mm. That's the good stuff, yeah. baby. That's when they were in the packet. Speaking of uh, not being in the pocket, folks, they released a some promos for the new Netflix original Ugh. 
called Red Notice. I'm going to go. With a deeply unappealing trio of lead actors in Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Which is like a trio out of our nightmares. Like, imagine how annoying they will be on screen together. With Ryan Reynolds quipping and The Rock just being like... Here I am making that face I make and... You know, I'm all muscly. Gal's here, showcasing the fact that she's a babe who literally can't act. And this is a movie. They're three of my least favorite people in Hollywood together. In Mm. like Wonder Woman 1984 was a blistering hot turkey. Kalel, no. She sucks. She's her doing that fucking uh, Imagine video in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Or the beginning of COVID, I should say. Like, fuck you. She should just be a model. She's beautiful. Yeah, you're she hot. Be she, hot. That's you, it. She can't act. It's it's not in no. her wheelhouse. Can you imagine how much, I was saying this on our call earlier, how much self-promotion this movie is going to have based on like just the way Ryan Reynolds and The Rock can never shut the fuck up. Yeah. Ryan oh. Reynolds like breaking the fourth wall on talk shows, like looking straight at the camera like, you got to see it. It's going to be great. Yeah, whoever, and then The Rock just ugh. whoever told them that they're good together is wrong and should go to jail mm. because they're terrible. It's uh, two guys, a girl, and a fucking hot turkey. <laughs> a new reboot. He was on that show, wasn't he? Was, he? Okay, yeah, good, good, good pull. <laughs> With that other nerdy guy and Jenna Elfman, was it? Ooh, maybe that, no. Probably some other some girl babe. that doesn't exist. But I mean, while we're talking celebs, you had a celebrity sighting the other day. I did. Yesterday. I walked by uh, Four Brothers star <laughs> Garrett Hedlund, <laughs> which re- friend of the show, Rian, did a great job of like forensically putting together who it was because I didn't recognize him and I was alone. Yeah, I was having fun guessing because you were like, it's like a cool guy who's in his 30s, who's in like weird. Yeah. And I... Rian nailed it after like two or three guesses. I was very impressed. And I was like, that's him. I I had to look him up because I couldn't, I knew the name. And then I looked and then I Googled him and he's in Boston with Emma Roberts because she's filming, I believe something with Ryan Murphy. (laughs) I was going to joke about that, but that's probably just what's happening. I I actually think that's what's (laughs) happening. Like something to do with American Horror Story. Of course. What? I mean, that's a good pull. Come on down to set. I feel like he's way older than her. But uh, she just a had a baby too. Ooh, baby. Yeah, that uh, you might also remember Garrett Hedlund from Tron Legacy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't actually. A strong starring vehicle that I think derailed his career. He's like a that guy who everyone would know his face and be like, oh yeah, he was in. Some I compared sort of him to Taylor Kitsch, and I stand by that comparison. Yeah, that's fair. Just like a turkey maker who's good looking and like kind of brooding. Eh. And also a friend of the show, Joey, ran into Lee Schreiber last night, who's in Boston filming the Ray Donovan closure movie for yes. Showtime. Yes. Which is a show, Ray Donovan got canceled, and then after a year they were like, we're going to do a little movie to wrap everything up type deal. I mean, I need to be in on all these celebrity meetings <laughs> so I can be like, Leave, you're working Scream 2? 
Is he? Impeccable. Is he? He's Cotton... Oh, so I thought you said... Uh, that, I could have sworn I thought you meant the new Scream movie. We're talking about Cotton Weary, baby. One of the best characters in uh, the franchise. He has some good stuff. Leave Schreiber. I wasn't a Ray Donovan guy, but... I'm trying to think of things that he's in. I'm a huge Ray Donovan guy, believe it or not. <laughs> I can't believe it, but I guess I have to. But yeah, folks, let us know if you see any celebrities out and about. We'll, uh, you know, email in a story or give us their exact location so we can find them and talk them into doing an episode. Mm. And it looks like Dua Lipa is set to make her acting debut in the new Matthew Vaughn spy thriller, Argyle. She will also make original music for the film. I like her music. What do you think? Yeah, she's got that peppy top 40 song that's kind of fun. She's a babe. I could see her being in a movie. Matthew Vaughn, he did like the Kick-Ass movies and the Kingsman movies. This will probably be like a wacky movie. The supporting cast includes Bryce Dallas Howard, John Cena, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, and Samuel L. Jackson. Weird that he's doing another movie. Never see him these days. <laughs> he gets it. He's laughing. Hell yeah. And what else do we have here? Do you want to go down to the book corner for a hot minute? Now uh, that we're I would love to. We're learning. Should we save boys? it for reviews and do a proper review? Or we're not done with it yet. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that once we're all done. But quickly, let's discuss what book we're reading. Yes. We're both reading the new Tarantino book, Once Upon a what are you Time doing? in Hollywood. What are you doing? Which we talked about it before. It's like more than just a, a novelization of the movie. It's got a bunch of, you know, deleted scenes and he expounded on this and that. I'm only a couple chapters in, but I think it's great. I'm loving it. Yeah, I did think I did. I'm on to chapter five. Ooh, We're yeah. getting some good Cliff Booth stuff, and it, yeah. it's just solid. It's like it reads like the movie. It's clearly Tarantino, and I listen to enough podcasts with him talking about it that I kind of feel like I'm seeing beyond the wall a little bit, and it's just fun. Yeah, I agree. So, and yeah, I like how two it's thumbs a, up so far. It's a nice like paperback where the pages are real mm. short, so you're just like, wow, I'm like blowing through this thing. Yeah, I like being able to hold it with one hand. Yeah, that's nice. They mentioned that on the rewatchables too, like how the days of the like small paperback book and being able to just hold it up are, are kind of gone and this is sort of nice yeah throwback in several ways i mean between this and the seth rogan book this is like my biggest book year since i was 12 years old this is incredible <laughs> but folks email in let us know what you're reading if you're a um, oh. a bookworm join the book corner yeah Get in there with us. Enough the podcast at gmail.com. And we might have talked about this before, but I guess this is like official now. Margot Robbie is going to be in a live action Barbie movie, which Greta Gerwig will direct and co write with her partner Noah Baumbach. Which is odd like that seems to me like it would be some type of kids movie trash and like they got a legit actress and a legit director yeah both are like oscar 
yeah. buzz types. It's just shocked, really. Yeah, it's one of those like this sounds wrong mm. type movies, but it might be so crazy it could work. I I'll see it. Yeah. But yeah, when you picture it, it's like I can picture Margot Robbie as Barbie. I mean, that's strong casting. But yeah, like what does the Barbie movie con consist of? I her, can't like, picture Greta directing it. Yeah, like her driving around in like a clueless vehicle, just being all, I don't know. Who's going to play Ken? That's the question. Probably, uh, what's his name? Timothy Chalamet. He was in her other movies. I could see that. And yeah, the, the summary said it will make fun of Ken a lot. So... Mm. I don't know. I bet you it will. I got to take us down the sports corner really quickly. Ooh, fucking. Fucking. Fucking get my dick out. That's the idea. You have to do that to be here. All right, man. Get him out. You heard hoops. It's out. Unzip that fly. Get it in your hand. Uh, the jacket or the goalie for the blue jackets, Matisse Kavlinics. Died of a mortar blast to the chest on the 4th of July in a fireworks accident. So he's dead. Wow. Everybody, uh, be careful out there. If you have any leftover fireworks, make sure you throw them into the trash. And don't blow yourself up. And in the meantime, yeah, put your dick away and be back here next time for more sports, more action, all the news, all everything that you need, dicks and all. Here in the Sports Corner, Ryan's Sports Corner on the Enough Podcast. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, the fireworks, I don't know if you've ever heard this, folks. They're dangerous. I'm out on fireworks. They're loud and messy. And like, I, I aged out of them probably 10 years ago. Mm. I just kind of started thinking like, these things stink. It's also annoying because you can always hear them, but yes. you can't see them. The other, like the fourth was last week and... Yeah, I kept hearing them, but I. Every time I looked up, it's like I can't even get a glimpse of these fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it is so dumb and like childish, but I don't know. Conserve. What the fuck? The fucker Fourth of July is a fucking. What else you got for news? Anything? I'm looking here. I don't think much. You want to take a little break, and maybe we're going to get into the new. Marvel Black Widow film on Disney Plus for a modest price of twenty nine ninety nine. Yes, can't wait to declare that as fraud on my American Express statement. <laughs> even though I pay, I do not pay for Disney Plus. You're like uh, I was hacked. Clearly, it's like we can see that you watched it in its entirety. We see it directly linked to your IP address, sir. We also have your letterboxed review here in our files. Your one out of five uh, <laughs> with. Wasn't for me as the tagline. But yeah, we're going against Steven Dorff's wishes. We're watching Black Widow. Sorry, Steve. We'll be right back. Be right back. We're back. Hey, now. Welcome back to the program, folks. How are you? I'm like waiting for an answer. Folks, we we're just, good. <laughs> we're, we're... <laughs> we just watched Black Widow, the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, er... I wish we'd watched Black Rain instead. Yeah. 
I should have been motherfucking Black Widow. <laughs> we gonna have us a knife fight. <laughs> Splendid yeah, when. This is uh, in theaters and on Disney Plus, as Ank mentioned before break. We watched it right here in the chill zone. We did. Nice mm. $29.99. Mm. Impossible to get a fund because I had to... Can we talk about their clunky purchasing process? <laughs> purchasing process for the Disney Plus app. Basically, you log into Disney Plus. I was thinking it'd be like iTunes where it's one click, but then we remembered that Disney Plus is for kids mm. and kids like to buy stuff without permission. I thought that was kind of a smart move to prevent kids from just like hitting the A button. Until they didn't want to you... deal with all those chargebacks. Yeah. So they just made it so you had to go in on your phone and confirm the security code on your credit card. Production. Which I have memorized because I am addicted to shopping. You said this was your first Marvel movie since like in the theater, you know, on the, the first, day of release. Right, first day of release or at least opening. I don't think I've, the only Marvel movie I've ever seen on the day of release or two, actually, this is less funny now, Venom. <laughs> you and I saw Venom on opening night. Yeah. Venom and Iron Man 1. Hmm. Those are the only two. I saw Avengers, but it was on a Sunday of yeah. that weekend. I remember seeing that with you. At... I was. Awesome I want to say OD. it was you, me, and OD, and we went and got big giant bags of candy uh -huh. at that. It was at the Dedham. Uh, you knock off an armored car at the Dedham Mall, and you pay cops. For, for, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> we got to do another ninety so I can get that. But anyway, we went okay. to the Dedham uh, Lux Theater. Yeah, and we got our own candy at the candy store. Classic. And that was in my anorexia days. So I ate so much candy that like the whole movie, I just felt sick. Just candy. Pretty sick. sure OD gave me the rest of his candy too, and I just went to town. That's fun. Yeah, I remember they had like Avengers themed drinks. I think I ordered a Nick Fury. Really had a goo. Did it have alcohol in it? Oh yeah, baby. Even funnier. Yes, it did. It'll get you drunk. But yeah, this it's woke of you to for Black Widow to bring you back into the fray. The the lady superhero movie was calling your name. Yes, uh, and that was my entire reasoning. I said, I'm not going to see a Marvel movie on opening night until there's a clam at the helm. Oh, I loved like halfway through, you're like, what is this again? Wonder Woman? <laughs> what are we looking at here? I'm like a brain surgeon, a Spider-Man. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's show Black <sighs> Widow some respect. This is I got a, lo I got a lot of notes for a, Black or for a Marvel movie. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, the Black Widow character from The Avengers, finally gets her own movie. Even though they killed her off in the last Avengers movie, but they did a bunch of time travel nonsense, what have you. So this is something of a prequel, fleshing out her <clears throat> backstory that had been hinted at in uh, some of these past vehicles. But now we got to see it in all of its glory with, uh, they sneak in Florence Pugh, introduce her as like a foster sister type character who Grew up in like the assassin school that Black Widow did. Okay. And they. I stopped paying attention at some of those, but you could tell I was a little glazed over. Yeah. It was very silly. I, and I always find that Marvel movies are backstory heavy because they're catering to like a dumb audience. It's just like, let me just suspend disbelief. Like, I don't care yeah. why that is. And they find they got a bunch of shit over the years for never making like a female centric movie so people were like waiting for the black widow movie for years and 
you can tell they didn't like have a great story. They were like, okay, we got to make a Black Widow movie. Someone cobble it together. Like, do all the stuff. Okay. And just... Yeah, they're a good cast. I mean, you got David Harbour sneaking in there, who was in No Sudden Move last week. He's in like... He's having a moment. Just take a stand. It's really popping. He's having like a Sam Richardson type... This is like his week or Are two. Are we David Harbour guys? Are we in the David Harbour business? I mean, normally I am. I didn't really love him in this. He was kind of like the wacky Russian super soldier sidecar who's like their makeshift father. They sneak in a whole family arc that didn't land as well as it does in a... Family. Fast and Furious film, naturally. But I mean, they were trying. The Russian accents were spotty kind of all over the place. Florence Pugh's was like, there were moments where I was she like- She went in and out. Yeah, I was like, she's killing it. And then other moments where I was like, ooh. I it's can't take David Harbour seriously in anything ever. As I mentioned last week, <laughs> or at least I, I said this actually while I was watching the next movie we're gonna review, Werewolves Within. Hmm. Um, or I'm sorry, uh, the uh, when we reviewed the Soderbergh movie that you just mentioned. No sudden move. Yeah, no sudden move. I all I could think about is his Golden Globe speech yeah. of just him embarrassing himself, and I can't look at him anymore. It's just, he just, and I'm not saying I don't forgive him, but he just looks like a fucking idiot. And I don't know. Stop bullying. We're gonna and punch them in the face. If you haven't seen it, just Google or YouTube David Harbor Golden Globes speech, and it's worth watching. I think I recommended that already, but. But yeah, the Black Widow, <clears throat> she's on the Avengers, but she doesn't have powers or anything. She's like a Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye level sidecar. Like she's just quick and has guns. So like they do their best to make it you know, there's some decent like hand to hand combat fights. They were placating with this movie. Just like you want a woman movie, we'll make a woman movie. I actually thought they were decent about not having like quote-unquote <laughs> girl power moments like captain marvel which is a by miles the worst marvel movie for my money there's a moment in that where oh no they needle drop the no doubt song just a girl while she's like beating up a bunch of people and it's just like the douchiest most like bull kind of a thing <laughs> yeah had to do it too and it, it's supposed to be cool and it's just like i would have laughed yeah, I felt this movie was better about not having stuff like that. Even though it, they'd snuck a couple in. You know my favorite needle drop. We don't even need to say it. It's yeah. Transformers. I mean, uh, who won the movie butt-wise? Scarlett Johansson or Scarlett Florence Johansson's Pugh? But probably but, won this movie. They're they're both quite attractive. They both look good. I mean, Florence Pugh's younger, but she still looks solid. I liked I was hoping I wasn't looking for like a Deadpool level of fourth wall break self awareness, but Florence I'm Pugh, never looking for a Deadpool <laughs> level. Yes, yes, Florence Pugh making fun of Scarlett Johansson's uh, Black Widow fighting pose when she like falls down and like pulls her head yeah. up with the arm sticking out. And that was like, a good Florence bit. Pugh kind of made fun of it. I thought that was fun. I enjoyed that kind as well. Meta. Um, there's a scene where David Harbour is getting Russian prison tattoos in a Russian prison and from a guy with no gloves on with a prison machine and they are, and he's in the middle of an arm and David is in the middle of an arm wrestling match. Yeah. 
while the tattoo is being done on his back. And I'm going to tell you, as the from the perspective of a person who has a couple of tattoos, this is logistically impossible. Mm. And even if it were happening, the tattoo would be all over the place because yeah. you know you're not sitting still. Mm. Number one and number two, the lack of gloves and just out in the open, dirty air like that, yeah. not in a sterilized environment, would be hepatitis C, a staph <laughs> infection, MRSA, probably all at once. I love in this silly Marvel sci-fi action movie, you're like, this tattoo in prison scene is the most unrealistic thing I've... No, but it's true. It's And especially, it was just goofy. Because right. like they're in prison. It's like, why are you rushing these things? Do these things separately. Space your day out. You're in jail. You're not doing shit. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. There's no agenda. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. And I mean, you pointed out there's at some point they do a slow down spooky version. Of oh, that's in the obits. That Nirvana song, which is, they do this a lot in movie trailers. I think Zack Snyder started it. They do like a, a haunting version of a popular song and... You know, it takes you a minute to be like, what is this? Oh, it's this song. But like, I hate it's it. super eerie. It was cool at first. It's been enough. It was cool the first time it ever happened, like 10 years ago. And then 700 other movies, like bad horror movies we forgot existed. Yeah. And TV shows and now a Marvel movie are, are doing it. And this was in the movie too, which I've not seen, I don't think. Yeah. And it just stinks. It stinks. It's not cool. It's not ominous and scary like they're going for. And just... You know, you didn't want to pay Nirvana for the real rights to the song, even though you had a $200 million budget, and the movie looked like it cost less than $5 million. Yeah. Best was... studio in the world, biggest movie studio in the world, fucking Disney, <laughs> yeah. and the movie looked like it came out in 1998. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> there were moments where I was like, this looks like unfinished, or like a movie from like 2013 when it's supposed to take place. Maybe they were doing like some sort of a meta sort of nonsense but yeah you could tell this wasn't like a passion project nope it was uh not for me i really they should have thought of a better storyline for this bitch for this black widow they're kind of i think marvel might be like self-sabotaging their female fronted superhero movies what do you think of this? just to sort of like oh she's dead and now we don't have to do these anymore i'm working on a because Mainly just because Captain Marvel is a flat-out dud. And that was the only other... It's that and this, as far as mm. female superheroes. DC has the two Wonder Woman movies, which are their own kind of awful. Uh, well, as you know, I am a DC guy. Mm, that's and true. And I do not need a bunch of movies about broads. Okay. You stupid fucking blabbermouth <laughs> you, you and David Ayer just like, listen, dames... Pipe down. Oh. I am such an A or head. And as we've said countless times, there's a moment in every movie, or almost every movie, where a character says, enough. Oh, did you get it? I did. Nice. And I'll, I'll post it on yeah, our, post it. Enough our social socials. media. Podcast enough on Twitter, enough the podcast on Instagram. Yeah, send it to me. I'll post it on the Instagram. But yeah, the I mean, it had a couple fun fights. Yeah. I didn't love it overall. It was a little long and uninspired. But I mean, at least some of the fights were kind of fun. Mm. I don't know. This movie, 
it was kind of so like average. I don't even know what to say about it. What did you think about that scene with the car chase and then that uh, that Volvo S40 that was like basically the same model as the Ooh. one I had in high school gets pancaked like Duff was driving it? Hi, excuse me, Black Widow. That Bye. brought that brought me back. Wrapping yeah. around that tree on Satuit Meadow. The classics. Um, I don't know. I thought that some of the effects were okay. Most of them, I was like, it's in. You know, Dolby Atmos sound, DTS, 4K picture, like all, the whole deal. Mm. It just where was it? Where was the like the even the Atmos sound wasn't that great. I had it cranked up. Yeah, I wasn't wowed sound wise. I remember, yeah, when it started, I was like, ooh, this is gonna be like, yeah, an experience. Tomorrow War was significantly better sound wise with half the budget, if not less. And I would imagine Tomorrow War had probably a third the budget and probably just more enjoyable in general. Like mm. overall, both. If, if you're trying to movies. decide between both of these, thirty for Black Widow or free on Amazon Prime, I'd pop on the Tomorrow. Yeah, it's hard not to hate a thirty dollar movie. With friend of the show Mike Mitchell. Oh yeah, man! My shit, my bro, big time. But yeah, it kind of pains me to say it, but maybe Stephen Dorff was right. I mean, I think he hit the nail on the head, <laughs> unfortunately. God damn it. Let's, yeah, I've had enough of Black Widow. Yeah, I feel we like don't we, we did a good job dancing around spoilers. This movie just came out. We didn't give anything away. There's a couple surprises. If you like Marvel movies, check it out. Yeah. Maybe in the theater it'll like pop better. I don't know. No, it won't. Don't waste your time. Okay, he's out. Watch it on a 10-inch TV and tell me how you liked it. Folks, that's Black Widow. Yeah, watch it on your phone. I wonder what the next Marvel movie is. Probably like, oh, I think it's... It's actually called White Widow, and it's oh. uh, with that kid who used to say, don't rip the nug, and it's like uh, about just oh, smoking weed in somebody's garage in Hanover off of Exit exit 13. Oh, a weed-based superhero. White Widow, That's yeah. That's the gen- or the direction they're going in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like that. Don't rip the nug! Kind of pissed they didn't cast me as the White Widow. That could have been dope. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty superhero. Go oh boy, I got this jazz. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm hanging out with Samuel L. He's got this. Scott, we're, he- we're here at the scene of the crime. We need your help. I'm on my way. I'm, I'm like, I'm going seven miles under the speed limit, and I'm really toasty. But yes, that's Black Widow, now available on Disney Plus for $30, or in theaters. Let's talk about something that we really, really enjoyed this past week. Mm. I think you know what I might be driving at. Random! The new Netflix series, or not new, season two of the returning instant classic Netflix series, I Think You Should Leave. I thought it was outstanding. Hot season. Was worried it wouldn't live up to the first one. And overall, I think the first season is a little funnier with more better, more better, more better. Yeah. Has a larger amount of sketches that I really like. That being said, there was a few sketches, and I don't want to spoil any of them, yeah. but in this one, there was one sketch in particular that's funnier than anything in the first season. Yeah. I really liked it. There's two that got me like like having the classic like... <laughs> Like yeah. cackling solo type legendary sketch work. Fuck you, Doug, you fucking skunk. And the best part about this show is like like the first season, it's very dense. It's just six like fifteen to yeah. twenty minute episodes. They Dench. Get, 
they get the bits in there. They fucking, you know, they always take every sketch like in a wacky direction you don't imagine. I love the misdirection. Yeah, when they have like a the button on each sketch is like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Or like it's, they just, they do a great job of, I I just, I'm really blown away by how good Tim Robinson is in yeah. everything. He's in the best. Every single sketch that he does, he's the, he's the front runner. He's like an instant legend, just based on this show, in my book. Like he's done other stuff, Detroiters Rules, but this show is just... I can't believe they, well, actually, yes, I can, because they stink. But every time I think about him, I think about the fact that SNL fired him. And yeah. that just blows my mind. Because he's literally running laps around, like, in my opinion, the best years of that show. Yeah. I saw an article recently where he talked about, he almost like quit the business working at SNL because he didn't care for his experience there so muchly, like in every way. It's kind of sad, but I'm glad he found his footing and got SNL sounds popping. like a shitty, shitty place to be. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's where you don't want to be. Mm -mm. Even though it seems like it's, I don't know. I remember SNL's... like growing up, you'd think like that's where the funniest people go is Saturday Night Live. And now with perspective, you look at it like, oh yeah, Colin Jost really yeah. hammering home the bits. <laughs> they got a couple funny people who are like trapped on that show and mm. everyone else is just like being a turkey but yeah i say all the time there's no sketch shows anymore so there aren't really yeah even if this show wasn't incredible i'd be happy that there was a sketch show but it's also amazing yeah. so it sucks that we to really dive into it it starts spoiling punchlines and yeah, like exactly. you can't do it i don't even want to give people synopsis or gists yeah even like if you watch the trailer that fucks stuff up because you're like oh, i'm waiting for that now i was getting kind of bothered because like friday morning when it the day it came out, like people were already like making memes out of stuff with screenshots and what have right. you, which I understand, but it's like, give me like, give me a day to take this in. I watched it as quickly as I could. I actually had that day off due to the holiday and it was every, all my clients were away. Yeah. Lucy had to go get her hair done and I was furious. I was yeah. like, I would have watched this at 10 a.m. You posted like two clips that I just skipped. I'm I talking, told you about them though. That's yeah. fair. And I'm talking people like, they're doing like whole bits with like screenshots that give away like the actual punchline yeah. of like the best sketches. It's like, why are you even doing this? <laughs> just, just watch the show. Right. If you post and I get wanting to post, I fucking post everything I watch just for continuity or I like to look back on my clips like a psycho in, the my, saga. in, my, in my folders. It's the fast saga. Uh, agreed. But don't post anything that gives anything away. Just don't, just vagary. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I think you should leave season two. It's on Netflix right now. I honestly don't know a lot of people who said they don't like it. Yeah, and also I like how they had a couple. They didn't go crazy with like sketch sequels to like the popular bits from the first season. They did a couple, but like in a funny way, and uh, minimally enough that it wasn't like shoehorned. Yeah, and incredible <laughs> guest stars. The Bob Odenkirk sketch is an all timer. For me. Yeah, he is a sketch legend. He really is. He's a pros pro. He's the fucking dude. Wow. And also Sam Richardson pops up a lot in season mm -hmm. two. And he also pops up in the next review we're going to cover here. Oh, ho, ho. Scotty Segway. I hated this one, by the way. It's not Spoilers. hated, but it's just... Folks, we're going to talk about Werewolves Within, a new horror, quote-unquote, comedy? Didn't laugh once. <laughs> Actually, yes, I did, and I'm going to spoil it. 
This movie is on iTunes. I think it's a cheap kind of rental. Seven bucks. Yeah, I think it's not a crazy Black Widow type rental. Yeah, it's not a full price. This is a movie. They're going for like a horror comedy type vibe. Sam Richardson plays a sheriff who's like investigating this. You know, there's a werewolf around. He's popping by. There's a whole wacky cast of characters of people who... A lot of overacting in this movie. Oh, yeah. I felt like everyone was like dialed up to 11, and I wasn't really enjoying it on anyone except the wacky, the fun gay guy who's on What We Do in the Shadows. He was the funniest part of the movie. He's incredible. The, like, Hispanic chubby yeah, guy. His name's like Harvey Guillen. G-U-I-L-L-E-N or something. He was hands down the funniest part. Yeah, he had all the best bits. And you got uh, Sam Richardson, as we mentioned, is the lead. The main babe in this movie, uh, it's the AT&T girl. I can't remember her actual name. Juggy Juggerson? (laughs) Yeah. She's that uh, very chesty AT&T girl. She was also on Silicon Valley, I think, at some point. Mm. What the fuck is her name? She is chopless. It's like Melissa something. And there's a scene where she's like slow-mo jiggling her boobs. And I'm like, ah, we get it. Yeah, they actually, she makes a big stink online about how like, she's like, I'm not just a pair of tits, basically. And, uh, and in this movie, there's a whole scene where like, she's like playing down. And then there's like a she's all that reveal where she takes her coat off. And it's like, she has huge boobs. Right. It's like, oh, I didn't think much of her when she had a coat on, but now that those big, heavy tits are out, yeah, I, I can listen to what she has to say. It just struck me as odd. She'll probably be regretting. A couple of fun, like, small roles in this. Few that guys. Oh, her name is Melania Vantrub. Yes. I had it written down. Melania Vantrub. Glenn Fleshler from Billions and True Detective and George uh, Basil, the guy from Flaked and Crashing, the he's like, hippie guy. I actually like him. He was terrible in this, but he's I like him in most things. Yeah. That woman from uh, Casual, who I normally like, was very Oh, old the, the older lady. Yeah. I can't think of yeah, her she name. She stunk. She's she great in casual. Yeah, she was, again, like dialed up to 11 and was like, someone killed my dog, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I got a meets for this. This movie's trying to be Hot Fuzz meets Knives Out. Well like, done. Yeah, great meets. With like the- I was thinking Shaun of the Dead. It's got that, it has that like Edgar Wright ripoff feel to it. Yeah, where like it's a horror movie, but also trying to be funny. And then the knives out part, it's like becomes a murder mystery in the second part. And there's like a big twist that I thought was very bad. And they make a whole thing of it. And I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. I said this actually in my notes that whodunit movies are more, they're becoming more of a trope than a genre. Like Mm. even Knives Out itself, like people talk, people raved about it. I hated it. I like Knives Out. Knives Out's a good one. I don't. The sequel is Kill Me. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's just like that. It's a stupid, you know, like a bunch of people and they got to figure out who did. I'd just leave. Yeah. They some movies do it good. Just leave. This one was like boring the shit out of me, especially in the middle where it's every character in one room just like slowly going like, well. What about you? Let's explain your backstory real quick, and then we can all accuse you. I was like, okay, like give me some excitement. And also for like a werewolf movie, 
didn't have a lot of gore or fun nope. kills or excitement. Almost none. Yeah. Yeah, this movie was off in like a big way. I turned this on like, I'm going to fucking love this. Look at this cast. I'm having the time of my life. And by the end, I was just like... I'm going to get a fund right now. I'm like, I- I'm going to bed. I-, I don't even know what that was. Are we being too hard on this? Yes. I feel like we're being nasty tonight. We're cunts tonight. (laughs) Sorry, Sam Richardson. We are fans of you and we loved you and I think you should leave. I think you're hilarious. Detroiters was unbelievable. (laughs) I enjoyed every fucking episode. That being said, this movie was a big turkey and you carried it on your back and everybody else dragged you down. And it was a Sisyphean effort because there was not much here and you were... You know, check out the big brain on beef dropping a Sisyphean. Love to hear it. I'm doing my refund right now. Mark Ruffalo just caught my eye. He's in the corner. They knew. Ruffalo. I mean, let's stop complaining about stuff. I got a review of a movie that I really adored. Oh, okay. Let's have it. Uh, this morning in the wee hours around 4.30 a.m., mm-hmm. woke up, couldn't sleep. I threw on Boss Baby 2 colon family business oh which is uh now in theaters and also you can watch it on peacock if you're so inclined i don't think you need to have like the premium edition i think it's just there to you know they're dumping this movie it's a fucking turkey but we talked about this i think at some point the boss baby is a funny premise it should be a good movie like oh alec baldwin is voicing a baby like I'm bossing my parents around. This is like a... It seems like it'd be good, but I watched some of the first one and I watched the better part of the sequel this morning. There's some of the worst kids' movies ever made. I shut it off after the first 10 seconds of dialogue when the man who plays the baby's father is like, that's my wife, Karen. She's the breadwinner. And then just boom, TV off. Yeah. I didn't even put something else on. I was done. That was my end of television for the morning. I watched too much of it. I was like, let me throw this on and maybe it'll lull me back to sleep. And then I was just like looking at it like, is this what kids watch? This it is isn't. Passes from one of these turkeys. Like, I feel bad for parents of kids who want to watch this movie and God forbid, like, <laughs> like it and it becomes the movie like they rewatch because it's just awful. Like, it's so fast-paced, and they're throwing so much at it, but it's just uninspired. Just some shit. random adult getting trapped with this film every few days because they go, let me put Bath Baby on. Yeah, and most of it was like, they have all these new characters. I'm like, where is the boss baby? <laughs> like, he's fucking missing in <laughs> his there, own movie. Are, are there other babies? There are. And they're trying to boss the boss baby, and he's like, glad to hear that. I won't have any of this, although I'm, I'm going to learn a hard-tugging lesson at some point, I'm sure. Awful stuff. Like, truly just the pits. And I'm going to sneak in one more. Something I actually liked, in reality, no joke, a movie called Bolt Driver, which was made by and starring friend of the show Bug Main, mm. who you can follow at Bug Main TV. This is a movie he made. It's only like 35 minutes. It's a breeze. He's like bidding Joker, Taxi Driver type movies with him driving Where can we watch it? You can watch it at boltdriver.la. You can watch it for free. 30 minutes, home run. 
Can't recommend it enough. Bolt Driver. Bolt Driver. I'm in. I'll watch it. Yeah. I like a nice breezy flick. Bugman, he's... Friend of the show. Yeah. Fun, mysterious character. Did you watch anything else this week? Nothing of note. A couple hmm. of turkeys. And I have been powering through episodes of The Simpsons and The Bachelorette. Homie. <sighs> but I have an idea. Oh. Why don't we go ahead and put on Wedding Crashers? Glad to hear that. Which, keep in mind, we are now 20 minutes and 46 seconds into, with a, a one hour and 45 minutes and 15 seconds left of. So yeah, we're keep, we're keep. not even close to halfway here. In. All right. Go ahead and... Oh, wow. This I'm is so... the last week you won't be able to see it. I'm still doing great work on Loki, by the way. Oh, are you kidding me? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and now for our next reading... I'd like to ask the bride sister. Is that guy dead? That priest? He seems like he would be he dead. He seems like a dead guy, yeah. Double or nothing, Colossians 312. And now a reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Owen Wilson's little, like, gun thing here. That pew, pew. Florence pew, pew, pew. Ray and Christina are quite the sailing enthusiasts in that light. Weddings stink. Vows which they You're not a fan? No, I'm not. Kid. Okay. Just sitting there in an uncomfortable outfit, listening I to speeches. I hate a speech. I'm in on them. Fans, if you're getting what married, you like if you're getting married soon, I'd like an invite, and I'll bring Ank as my plus one. It'll be dope. I will cancel and send you a gift anyway. <laughs> Turkey boy. Wedding guys. I will contemplate it for six months and then I will cancel at the 11th hour and send you a moderately generous gift. Right at the zero hour, your new cat Coco has roared down here and is about to te- attack Mark Ruffalo. As she does. Fuck. Owen Wilson just falling in love with Rachel McAdams within seconds. Like, wow, what a great gal! Rachel McAdams also has a dope butt. I'm talking butts tonight on the show. We're a butt guys. A butt couple, guys. Of, couple of butt enthusiasts here. Butt main. Speaking of butts, if uh, you're a fan of butts, <laughs> you, uh, nope, nothing. Ooh, baby, about, right, that's about a, a bit give up. I'm going to start it over again. Ready? <laughs> yes, he's back. Speaking of butts, are you happy with the way that your butt looks? Ooh. Would you like to perhaps cultivate a firmer, more toned butt? Reach out to me through my website, ankfit.com, and we'll get you in butt shape for the end of the summer. Those Labor Day barbecues, you can saunter past the pool. Ooh. Show everybody your new dope butt. And this isn't just for women. Men need dope butts, too. That's true. So this is actually a message particularly for the boys out there. Hey, fellas. It's butt season. Yeah, it's a dude butt summer. And it is. Go to ankfit.com. Yeah, you're going to want this. This is going to be good for you. Having a dope butt also makes it easier to buy clothes and to go to the bathroom. Ooh. Wow, so many benefits. A lot of benefits. But yeah, folks, that seems like enough. Why don't you check out the South Shore Boys on Spotify? Follow, rate, and review that show, and also this show. That stuff really helps with the metrics, all that stuff. The metric system. That's right. And why don't you go, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and have a goo? Bye. Have a good one, everybody.
Hey, Michael, uh, I have a bit of an emergency. Uh -oh. um, I woke up this morning, actually, and from the knee down, my leg was missing. I, and I figured, who better to call than you, live on the air on Enough the Podcast? <laughs> well, wow. Ryan, that's actually a blessing. I nope. found it to be uh, just a joy uh, to learn to live with a disability. And I know that you already know that because you're missing half of your arm now. This is right? true. This yes. is true. We are in good company. So now that I'm missing an arm and a leg, I figure we may need you in studio full time to help carry the burden of the pod. Yes. And fans will remember, I was born with half a brain. <laughs> I'm missing the important part, and that's why I'm such a fucked up dullard. So we're all very disabled <laughs> over here. And is, that, is that why you subsist only on our tarred fuel? Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's I, having a white claw right now, which is sort of like adult retard fuel. <laughs> yeah, it was to take you through the my beverage journey this evening. I had two fuels, two mini Mountain Dews that I helped me out with. The seven and a half ounce boys. And now I'm at the tail end of a Blackberry White Claw. Safe. Powerful. Monty, what are you up to? Just uh, going through your credit card statement line by line, trying to see if you can figure out where all those low, like, single-digit charges are coming from? <laughs> no, Ryan, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I really thought he might be. <laughs> Did you watch Black awesome. Widow yet? Uh, Black Widow? No, what's that? It is the featured review for this evening, spoiler alert, uh, with Scarlett Johansson, the new Marvel movie. Yeah, baby. I've been I've been trying to uh, finish season two of I think you should leave, but I do have to say I'm going to put the entire thread on blast here. There's been some serious spoilies going on in the enough uh, wow. Patreon thread. I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. There there was some there was some things getting thrown around. The we way I look at it earlier. is, if you don't watch it on the first day, you're a sicko. And it, <laughs> it's it's they're 15 minute episodes. You can watch I all know. of it in like an hour. You tell me you didn't have one hour in that whole day. Yeah. I, it really is crazy how fast you can watch it. We we just put one on, and then we realized like 45 minutes later we had motored through half of them. So we actually stopped because we were like, no, no, like we need to ration this. Oh, we come can't on. have waited like a year and a half Guess what? for I, like an hour. I did the hour. same thing. I still have an episode, maybe even two, that I haven't watched because I wanted to – I did what you're saying, and then I didn't have time to finish it before this episode. I've never rationed anything in my life. <laughs> you're not a rationer. I'm cer certainly not. Yeah. Just get more of it. <laughs> what, what about the pain medication that your doctors prescribed to you? More everything. Well, I put all of that into a needle on the first day, so <laughs> I wouldn't call that rationing either. But no, the thing about I think you should leave, there's no point in rationing it because it gets better when you repeat it. I didn't think a few of the sketches were as funny as I did until I, well, I've already seen all of them three times and it gets better. It so is, just rip through it and go through it again. The it is second a, watch is better. Yeah. They, they build on each other too. I feel like you did a way better job this season of like having callbacks across. Yes. I noticed that also. It was like, yeah, it was more of like a, a piece of work. Mm. The work. The fans yeah. know. Monty, what was that thing you've been watching recently that I was all in a tizzy about? 
You're watching something fucked up. It's not Ballers. It's not John it's, Adams. It, it's probably Ballers. What was it? Uh, hey, was Monty, it? I'm I really did. happy that you're watching Ballers, brother. <laughs> this was like, within, within the past week, there's something that had me, it gave me pause, whatever you were what? watching. Was it me defending uh, Bill Pullman's performance in The Sinner? No, although that is kind of fucked up. The Sinner season one was decent. The Sinner season two is an abortion. (laughs) Season three, he carries it. Pullman is great in season three. You just settling in for every episode of The Sinner, but you haven't seen The Sopranos? No, although I did start over the holiday weekend... I did attempt to finish The Sopranos. I have I have seen oh. season one and two. Okay, okay. Twice, and for some reason, I keep losing steam. So I picked back up in season one, and it's great. You know, just start at like season I three. And don't like it. Yeah, that I just, um, for some reason keep hitting a wall after season two. I mean, that'll happen. Mm. Not with The Sopranos, but I get that in general. It's uh. I'm glad you're getting in there. Yeah, get in there and finish it. I will. I'm going to have to. I wish I could remember what the fucking turkey was. It was yeah. something that, like... I'd love to hear you come up with that, because I'm sure it's something we can laugh at. Yes. Was, was it a film, or was it a, was it a show? I feel like it was a show. Was it your old uh, high school junior varsity football videos? <laughs> Game yes. tapes? I think that, yeah, I think that was it. Yep. I mean, we should shout out front of the show, Sean Patrick Parsons and his 16 touchdowns that he got. Yeah. Nice job, Sean. You really carried the team on your 343-pound back. Yes, hello, turkey team. 335 pounds, ank, you fat shit. <laughs> but yeah, well... If, if I think of it, I'll text you uh, everything I've been watching lately. I'll go through my my history and see if that spurs anything so you can uh, you can skewer me when i'm off the pod thank you yeah we'll have a follow-up because there was definitely something well thank you for answering your phone michael a lot of people don't answer when we sabotage them with a post credits call and this is an exciting little add-on for the heads out there hell yeah oh boy and uh, the episode is finished now, and it will be fired off to Sammy, so you can be expecting it around 5 a.m. tomorrow when I wake up from my awful REM-free sleep of anxiety and misery. <laughs> I love how meta the show's getting. We're talking to Monty. He's the only person who's going to listen to this post credit sequence in the episode. It's incredible. We're so far up our own ass, it's yes. almost like this is a separate podcast about ourselves. In Part Greenland. Is like kind of upset that I'm in the post-credit sequence because it's like a spoiler of <laughs> yeah. the post-credit sequence. Oh, because you're gonna, you should just do like give yourself a head injury now so that you forget it by the morning. Monty, eternal sunshining himself just for this moment, yes. so he can enjoy the pod fresh. Oh wow, is that me? <laughs> Love it, Monty. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, just the hole in my leg. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'll let you go out on a high note. Thank you again. We've said Terrific. it all. Mike Montero, go to benefix.org Ooh. for all of the uh, T-shirts and leg accessories that Mike sells there. Yes. That's what they do. <laughs> Michael, have a lovely weekend. We'll talk soon. Love you guys. Love Bye. you too, bud. Love you. Bye, buddy. All right. Folks, have a goo again. Have a good one. My parents' cape house. <laughs>